that people use the data and the reporting uh, for their daily job to make sure that the company becomes more and more data driven. If you are curious to use data and to take a little bit to the next step, then we really uh, encourage you to do it. Well, I think the biggest challenge is to, uh, to keep it all really scalable. Taking responsibility of their own reporting instead of that we are doing. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ball.com Tech Lab podcast. We share our experience with you. Speaking behind the screens of IT and tech in general at Ball.com, the largest e-commerce platform in the Netherlands and Belgium. We are sharing our approach to IT, e-commerce and retail platforms. The hosts of the show, Peter Paul van der Beek and Peter Brouwers. So, and again a new uh, fresh episode. And this time we're turning uh, to analytics. Well, it's a broad field. We haven't uh, discussed uh, much about it yet in our podcasts. So Peter, what are we going to explore today? Yes, in an earlier episode, we discussed moving out big data platform to the cloud. I think it was uh, maybe already a year, a year ago. So uh, what tools do we need to get the data out and have all our users uh, use it uh, to their advantage? So one of the tools uh, we're going to discuss is Tableau. And we do that with uh, the two guests of the show. So time to introduce them, uh, Peter Paul. Yeah, so we have two uh, experts uh, in this field. It's uh, Frans Pollevaart, he's a data coach and he calls himself an analytics ambassador. And we have uh, Willem Beckers, he's a business intelligence uh, specialist slash data coach. So uh, yeah, that brings us to our first question after welcoming you. What is a data coach? Yeah, the data coach. Hi, my name is Frans Polvaart and I'm now a data coach, I think, for two and a half years right now. And we are making taking care of the last mail. Um, maybe you're now uh, familiar with the last mail that we have as uh, Bol.com to deliver to our customers mm-hmm. to make sure that we make it as easy as possible for our own customers to get the, camp- the packets to their door. And mm-hmm. we do something similar, but then with the reporting. Um, in the old days, it was just from the BI perspective. You're just making sure that all the reports were running. And uh, yeah, that's it. Good luck. But mm-hmm. we are making sure to get, to bring it to the um, to bring it to the last mail to make sure and to explain them. This is how you could use it really for your role. And these are the buttons that you are um, can touch to influence, for example, the goal. So uh, it's really making sure that to take people by their hand to, to make sure that they understand how they can use the data for the benefit. Okay, do you have anything to add to that, Willem? Yes, yes, I think uh, it's, it's really about the last mail within uh, within analytics. Uh, also, also to add to that, because as you can maybe listen in the previous uh, episodes of the podcast, a lot of effort is uh, put into place into the, the BigQuery environment. So. Mm-hmm. Really making uh, the data available, um, apply a certain logic to it, uh, make it uh, structured, uh, make it available for uh, for BigQuery users, and then of course we also have a kind of a, a mid layer which is uh, at scale, mm-hmm. um, and then Tableau will be kind of a final uh, phase in the in the road. Um, so uh, I want to add to that there is a lot of efforts. Um, um, yeah, resources are are uh, used as input in the beginning, and it's really essential to um, to really bring that value uh, to our end customers. Otherwise, it will be really a waste of, of all the resources uh, that we have uh, have used as input. 
So I think as a data coach, you can really empower all the business users with those insights um, that they know where they can find all those uh, reports and that they in the end really can get value from all the for all the data and insights that we have within all that's gone. Yeah, so um, you made uh, basically already also you uh, showed uh, but very implicit how the, 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 the layers in our uh, data uh, uh, or big data platform uh, look at. Eh? So you mentioned uh, BigQuery is where the data is. Then we have like a layer in between. So it's, it's, uh, we use AdScale as a product for that. And then Tableau uh, on uh, on top of that. So uh, what are we doing in AdScale so that we can use Tableau even better? Well, for AdScale, it's um, in technical terms, it's a semantic uh, layer, mm -hmm. uh, which means that we're gonna fertilize the, the data. So we can make data models uh, out of the, the tables of uh, BigQuery. Uh, we can uh, apply certain logic uh, and also uh, save um, definitions of KPIs, um, etc. So it's um, the reason that we have at skills um, mainly also to um, yeah reduce the amount of processing uh, to to BigQuery. So also in terms of cost. So every query that you apply to a BigQuery can can be uh, costly. So if we save already some logic within the this uh, in between layer, then we also can save a lot of uh, costs for for BigQuery. Yeah, yeah, are, uh, yeah. One query in general is, doesn't cost a lot of money, but of course, if you're talking about the amount of users that we have, then it's really mm -hmm. useful to make it as, as efficient as possible. And that's mm -hmm. why it's also good to have those aggregates available via a uh, semantic layer. And also to make sure that we are taking care of those KPIs and that they are looking at always at the same data. That's also a part of it. Uh, so this um, so twofold really to have it efficient as possible, but also about the modeling, which is done up there. And what's your role in, in this uh, semantic layer? What uh, uh, do you define that or is it something you uh, uh, write the requirements for? What, how does that work as a data coach? Now for the data coaches, it's not really our role to create those. We are making sure that the requirements for from the users, the, the users of all the different BI toolings, to make sure that their wishes and their requirements are also ending up towards our more the, the backend people from the, the BI department. Um, so we also have a lot of stakeholders of all the different departments of logistics and of the uh, commerce, and we make sure that all their wishes to funnel them and to make sure that they are also ending up at our back end and that they are making sure that they are creating the right uh, modeling in the ad skill uh, part. So we are not really in ad skill itself. We're making sure that people are using it and to make sure that they are using the, the getting the best out of it. So as a data coach, you're tunneling the, the uh, wishes from stakeholders towards the people that really work in, in the ad skill layer in, and, uh, and maybe even uh, more downstream towards the the, the backend services uh, delivering the data. Yeah, yeah that's true. Sorry. So we are really really more talking to them, but it is not our main task. So we're ma making yeah. much much more. It's much more important that people use the data and the reporting uh, for their daily job to make sure that the company becomes more and more data driven. And that's really important that you are helping them with that purpose or that goal, uh, because uh, you can of course say it. We want to become data driven. But there is also some guiding element in a, a part of it to make sure that you also succeed in that uh, goal of your company. 
So as so far for yeah, announcing this as a podcast about Tableau, we have been really great at not mentioning Tableau <laughs> too much. So let's go there now. Okay, how do we start it uh, using Tableau? Yeah, that's a funny story. We, we, we were forced to start it because our uh, previous tool um, uh, didn't uh, continue. So we had, to, uh, we had to search for an alternative. And at the same time, actually, we also moved from Hadoop to uh, BigQuery. So we had, mm-hmm. uh, well, we were, uh, I think, two years ago in this summer. It was an, a huge job for us to move from one tool to the other tool and to uh, force to help the IT departments also to move uh, from Hadoop to BigQuery. But the good thing about it is that you, yeah, we really had to go. So a lot of other companies, you are having different toolings and then you are still can wait. Okay, we have a delay. It doesn't matter. We still have the alternative uh, tool available. And that was not the case for us. That was So that was also actually a good element about, about it because, yeah, you had no other choice. So, mm-hmm. uh, and if you don't have another choice, you also become creative and to make sure that, uh, that it will also succeed and also that it will also be adopted because people, mm-hmm. they have to adopt it. And that, uh, creates also some kind of an, uh, urgency and a commitment from your users to move 1600 users from one tool to, uh, to another tool within two to three months. And that's, uh, really, uh, a huge achievement that we did two years ago. And it's also quite a task, I guess, to get them there. Yeah, I'm happy that we are that that our department is still alive after that uh, you <laughs> <laughs> after that summer of 2018, and uh, but also from, <laughs> also from the users' perspective. But on the other hand, um, two months after that you have um, that you um, really implemented the tooling, a lot of people you already have many new people, and if you are still talking about the, the old tool, a lot of people doesn't e- are not even aware of it anymore okay. because it changed so quickly within uh, the, our organization that um, sometimes if you're looking up front, then it is look, looks much bigger than when you're looking backwards because then uh, yeah. Uh, I've never seen that tool. Okay, yeah, sorry. It's already six months ago that we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and what, uh, to give some idea, what, what, uh, what, what numbers are we talking about in Bot.com? Uh, like over 2,000 employees, I think, nowadays? Yeah, How many so in, in percentage do you use uh, Tableau? I think around half of it is really using it uh, on a frequently basis. So that's more uh, around 1,000 uh, on, a, on a weekly basis. And um, yeah, so that's also our goal to increase it more and more. But um, yeah, so I think half of it is really using it on a very uh, frequently basis. Yeah, and so and during this introduction period, you you uh, you started this data coach role, right? Or was it already in place with the old tool? It was actually already before, so that's not really uh, dependent of the tooling. So that was already mind shift that we that we started and also the, the shift in way of working of our BI department. So that was that actually already started a year before and we continued it because uh, it remains a very important pro part of our department uh, to make sure that yeah, people that re- people really become data driven because that's such an important element of and goal of ball.com mm-hmm. that we also need to make sure that we are put our forces into that uh, to succeed over there. And do, do you think that the capabilities of a tool like Tableau help us to become more data-driven or could it be, have it been just any other tool, basically? Yeah, so, Willem, so maybe you, you even have more experience about it because you are now, how long are you working now in our uh, at Bold.com? <laughs> uh, almost four months. <laughs> yeah, so you have a fresh <laughs> so, tool. So, uh, <laughs> does, it hel- does it help us? 
Yes, I think so. I think um, if you compare Tableau to uh, to other uh, bigger tools in the in the market, then um, they definitely provide some self-service uh, possibilities, but also some guided uh, analytics. So I think for uh, because both becomes are quite a big enterprise nowadays, um, and really can serve a lot of uh, different use cases. So. Um, uh, the use case that we have is that we have some uh, some guided reporting, so more like a bit more, uh, yeah, reports that already uh, are made from the BI department with some uh, drill down the possibilities and filter uh, possibilities. But the, the visualizations are really a bit more, yeah, already uh, static. But also the possibilities to create some own reports, and that's I think uh, really important for our users and also the, uh, with respect to our vision to become more uh, 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 data-driven and more self-service. So I think, yeah, definitely Tableau can uh, can help us uh, to reach that uh, goal. Yeah, we, it's pretty open at Bol.com. So we also give people a lot of uh, freedom in um, after when they done an e-learning or a training that we provided to be, and they also get pretty soon the, the edit rights so that you really can do whatever they want. Of course, with within boundaries, but um, they have access to all the different data sources and they can uh, yeah, they can really play with it. So if you are curious to use data and to take a little bit to the next step, then we really uh, encourage you to do it and we make sure that there are not too many hurdles for you. So that's yeah, really definitely. our goal currently, to make sure to remove all the hurdles from the users that they may see in their data journey. Yeah. Within Bol.com, we really have a lot of data. I've, uh, in my previous job, seen a lot of different companies and SA.com uh, company. Um, yeah, there's so many data available. And also, uh, as uh, Frans already explained, we try to uh, take a lot of hurdles to become uh, and use that data. So um, nowadays also with uh, with working from home, um, you can take uh, an uh, uh, edit training to uh, to get your tableau right um, so you can do that uh, within one day and then the day after you get your uh, final uh, tableau rights so the that process is really simple with also a lot of uh, videos trainings on uh, on studible nowadays yeah, that's uh, so a learning environment so that's yeah. a learning environment that we have at ball.com and that we really became also creative during the current situation to yeah we also have to change our way of working eh? so uh to make sure okay we make sure that all that we have videos available in, instead of visiting all the different uh, teams we to make sure that we have an e-learning for the edit training instead of a, a classical one that, that that they have to wait for our time once every month and which is full within a week uh now yeah now we they can just follow it from behind their screen so that whenever they want it they can do it which is um yeah, also in the current situation makes us creative and to make sure that it is easier for our uh, customers. And Willem, you said you you have to do a one day training before you are allowed to start using Tableau. And, and why no, is no, that? No. Oh, it's not really like a full uh, full day of training. No, it's um, I think that e-learning will take maybe an hour or maybe around an hour, something like that. But okay. if you pass that, that the training, then you get really soon like one day or something, your uh, your final uh, edit rights for Tableau. Yeah, so everybody's having access to the, to the all the reports itself within, and they just have to watch a video of 10 minutes to have the view rights, but really to, to have the more advanced edit rights, 
to become to create reports themselves that takes maybe one and a half hour or a bit more and we have also some advanced trainings on top of it but more the the rights in general it's uh, not too hard and we really make sure that they uh, don't see uh, that it's that it's pretty easy to get it for, uh, for them mm -hmm. to, uh, yeah yeah so okay there was something else that you said uh, before uh willem it said guided analytics and guided reporting mm -hmm. uh, for me that's a new term and uh, can you explain a bit more on that that's really curious uh yeah the, the guided um uh, what i said before it, it supports some some drill down capabilities uh to your lowest level of data um with different analytics uh, domains but the self-service uh approach is more like that you really can create your own reports um, so that you can drag and drop uh kind of measures and dimensions uh, together to get your own visualizations um so the, the guided analytics more like we did really in the in the past so we created from the bi department a lot of dashboards for a lot of domains and a lot of topics but each time the the business can come back to us from okay you maybe change this okay you maybe change this and uh since we are growing so hard with amount of uh amount of colleagues we get a lot of requests uh, for changes, and that is obvious because we are really in a dynamic environment. Uh, we get a new market, new propositions, uh, etc. So to uh, to make this all scalable, we are more moving to a uh, self-service uh, strategy, which means that uh, we're gonna guide uh, end users to become more yeah. more yeah advanced in their own capabilities to create their own insights. Which uh, which they of course can do with uh, with uh, Tableau by tracking and dropping. Um, so also as a data coach, we have I think a really important task uh, for the future to to really guide all those uh, business colleagues to become more uh, more independent in their uh, in their analytics. Yeah. So so uh, uh, guided analytics means it's it's uh, it's something in between totally static a predefined report uh, uh, on the one hand or on the other hand uh, fully self-service you have guided analytics in between that enables a lot of uh, people to just to real down uh, just do some adoptions where needed um, without reaching out to the the people that built the, the static reports in the past that makes it scalable yeah okay totally clear yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's also yeah. What, what kind of use cases do we see people uh, using Tableau? The, you already mentioned the, the guided analytics and the, and the self-service reports. Mm -hmm. um, were there any other use cases uh, that we see in Tableau? Well, yeah, I think the so it's dimension of guided analytics and self-service uh, is on one hand, but you can also see it from another hand, which is more like. The, the the type of subjects that you will see in your reporting. So we the, our biggest user group is more like in the commercial department. So we have a lot of dashboards uh, and data available for the uh, for the commercial uh, colleagues. However, we also have a lot of uh, dashboards in in other domains like logistics or HR or finance. Um, so since we are yeah of course there's so much data within uh, Bol.com and I think you can find it in every cornerstone. Um, we also have a lot of different use cases that we can serve with uh, with Tableau. Yes, 
I believe the, every morning we receive some nice reports in our mailbox as well. Does that also uh, originate from Tableau or is it something else? Uh? Yeah, so historically we uh, we used to receive, but that's of course in the old days, already two years ago, maybe one and a half year ago, we received a, a screenshot of an Excel document uh, but, um, with, with the, the results of yesterday. And, uh, and like I said before, uh, the, the, the culture within Bold.com remains very open and also with sharing the, uh, the data of the results of yesterday. And everybody is very um, committed and also involved and within with, with the results of Bold.com uh, that everybody is also looking forward to that mail. But what, what, what did we do yesterday? What is the difference per, per, per shop? And I think that's an, um, an, uh, very cool about uh, Bold.com itself. And now we serve that report uh, via Tableau. And people can create also their own view on that report to have it more specifically created for their own shop or chunk or cluster. Uh, we have different types of uh, layers in the, in, the, in the commercial organization. So then you have the official report of Bold.com results, but you also have other views on top of it. And that's sent every morning around, I think. Yeah, six o'clock in the morning because I always check it <laughs> when I my mail and to see what did you do yesterday because uh, it's always nice to see just the results of yesterday to be mm. uh, become happy or not but most of the times I'm happy. <laughs> uh, one of the interesting things in reporting is uh, these reports that you can make specifically for your case and the one that's sent as a company that they built on the same data, right? Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's something with this step to uh, BigQuery, Edgekill and Tableau that we have achieved, right? Yeah, that's completely true. So everybody's, so to make sure, we try to make uh, that everybody's using the same source and that we're also Mm -hmm. looking at the same data. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you can uh, do whatever you want to have it um, that it is really relevant to you mm-hmm. uh, but also that you're looking at the same definition that's also important to us okay to make sure that everybody is looking at the same kpi and the same truth mm-hmm. and yeah. that there's not too much uh, discussion about that so that's an uh, important element of it and that is also open for everybody so everybody's having really yeah they can do whatever they want to it to make it relevant for them and also to make sure that they can do something uh, about it, so they really. Mm-hmm. What is my influence to to change this this measure, this KPI? Mm-hmm. What could I do to change the items sold per uh, uh, per order? What could I do to in influence the MPS, uh, so uh, the customer happiness? Mm-hmm. Uh, so really have some good reporting that they also understand what they can do to influence a spe- specific KPI. And that's also part of our data coaching that we help them with setting up a right goal around mm-hmm. a specific bowl.com goal, for example, the yeah. profit. So mm-hmm. what could you do to change the profit? Yeah, it is something about make sure that the re- we have not too many returns, but because returns, they cost money. They mm-hmm. also influence the, the customer happiness. Mm-hmm. And if you reduce it, yeah, you can make sure that that you're you're turned you're changing the the margin and the MPS, so you're two mm-hmm. times happy. Uh, so <laughs> really making that they that they know what they can do. For example, to look at the the the, the products, the unhappy the unhappy products is a report. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're making sure that you're checking every week what the unhappy products are, of course, the products are not happy, unhappy, but most likely the sometimes our customers, and they change it to uh, um, investigate it. They can influence the, the margin and also the MPS. And normally the MPS could be a b- little bit abs- abstract. So that you really think, okay, the MPS was yeah, whatever. 
uh, what could I do about it? And we helped them with to change it and to understand their influence. Yeah. So, so you're already uh, saying a lot about the, the, the kind of Tableau users uh, we have. Um, and and of, as since we are uh, uh, .com, uh, since we are a platform as well, uh, and we connected uh, 27,000 sellers or, uh, or even more nowadays, mm -hmm. um, how do they um, uh, profit or use from, from these data? Is it, I don't think they use Tableau, right? That's not in, in the, their uh, tool set. Uh, no, or maybe it's something we have to discuss in another podcast, eh? because it's not the Tableau. Yeah, I think it's indeed another topic. Um, what the good thing about it, but that's everything is in BigQuery. So there, uh, we we do share uh, reporting. That's another department, not via Tableau, but we are making sure uh, with our platform intelligence department that they are using the same definition, that the data is detracted from the same source. So if they are using data or getting data about conversion ratio or whatever, it is from the same data as that we are also looking at. But it is indeed not Tableau, and that's not open for others, but that's really internal um, to optimize it. But uh, they're using exactly the same data as we do. So that's that's the, the good thing to 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 see that that uh, the source is the same. So you are looking yeah. at the same data and and this, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah get the same ideas on yeah. Okay, and within Bot.com, what kind of Tableau users uh, are we nowadays? Yeah, we are never finished. So you can all, you can always <laughs> be happy with the current situation. I think that we could be proud of a Tableau user that we are. We are also. Uh, having many meetings with the Tableau community within uh, the Netherlands and also within Europe, there are some nice conferences about it. Everybody's struggling with a bit kind of the same, but we could be very proud what we have achieved so far um, with the adoption rate, uh, how mm -hmm. eager everybody is to use it and also to move to the next level. So in that sense, it is really cool, but I think that we are also always putting our ambition higher when we achieved uh, <laughs> when we when we celebrate that we achieved uh, the goal of yesterday um, so i think that we are never finished so um, especially with moving to more the self-service uh, part so that mm -hmm. people are taking responsibility of their own reporting instead of that we are doing so that's really the next step to make sure that the bi capabilities are more within the different domains so that they can also take over responsibility which is also good for a scalable bi because that's really required to make sure that the time to insight is uh, reduced for our customers that they don't have to wait for our um, uh, backlog because we also have a backlog in the bi department mm -hmm. that they can put the right resources to make sure that they take the right decision on this um, so that's really the next step that we are uh, want to take with Tableau or any report, the data report that we have. But um, yeah, you're, you you should never be satisfied. It's always aim for the next level. <laughs> so so you're, you're talking about the time to insight. That's if you say that that for me is well, I have an idea about I want to know this about my store or whatever process I'm I'm working on. Let's see if there's data available and let's say. If the business intelligence department would have a large backlog, then I would have to wait till my thingy goes through that backlog. But if we decentralize it and uh, move it to the domains or the products and have some analytics and BI facilities there, then I can influence the priority and it can be faster. That's basically what you're talking about. And yes. that's that is a part of part of the yeah. time to insight. So that will indeed improve it. So that mm -hmm. uh, 
we do not have a difficult discussion that the commercial department needs to compete with the logistics because mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it's really nasty for us that we need to make a decision. Okay, where should, should we put our resources? What is mm-hmm. then we look out the main goal of Bold.com and related to that. Yeah. But on the other hand, they can decide much better where should be worked on if they do it themselves and they are not have to they don't have to wait for us uh, to have to create it. We can still help them, of course. But that's mm-hmm. really more uh, the vision that we have that we should uh, take or that, we, that we, where we should go. So and are you as data coaches then working more and more decentralized to put it like this? Or is it just will it remain like a central? No, we, we, we remain central, but we, okay. we, we will have more. We will make sure that there will be more decentralized capabilities to take off some tasks that we do. So uh, that will be more the, the idea that we have. Cool. Yeah, be- before we go over to the to the future of uh, of uh, Tableau and, and insights in Bol.com, I'm I'm really curious, for, uh, Willem. The, you're now four months in. You shared. Uh, what are the biggest challenges for you as a data coach in Bol.com? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, let's see. Uh, well, I think the biggest challenge is to uh, to keep it all really scalable. What you see is that that data that it's really widely used within the, the whole organization, and there's really a really big amount of data that's available, which is a really good thing, of course. But um, for me, it was a really nice surprise to see that there was so much availability, and also the uh, there are almost also no permissions or needed to to access a certain database. So all the data is also quite, uh, really available for everyone. However, it also uh, has a challenge that if people are really using it a lot, uh, there's come with a lot of questions to, to our department. So uh, it can be about maintenance or maybe about new re- new uh, requests. Um, so I think the biggest challenge for, for us is to, with the same team, to be future ready and to become really scalable for, uh, for all uh, our users within the bomb.com. So to do that, um, we have uh, defined two big uh, priorities. So one has that's uh, uh, the data foundation. Uh, a lot of data is now available within uh, BigQuery, but we also have to make sure that a lot of uh, things are in place, like the definitions are widely uh, accessible for everyone. There's a certain data governance, the data quality is, uh, is right but also more like on the business side so that people really can easily uh, create visualization by themselves. They have, they know what to do if they have a question. So, um, so we, I think, yeah, the challenge for us, a data coach will be to guide the, the different departments with the transition uh, going more self-service. Yeah. yeah you're- yeah, we already said something about uh, the the future. What what uh, what does the future look like for uh, Tableau users? Uh, maybe other tools to join in as well. What what do you see in there? Yeah, I think that the the future will be will be uh, very positive, I guess, um, because the the amount of users is still growing, and also the type of uh, of analysis that they are going to make are also more advanced. Uh, I think it's also helps with uh, with the different trainings that we offer on uh, on Studible, uh, but we are also focused to make them more independent. So as a data coach, uh, we really try to learn uh, the skills 
um, so that they can create their own visualization in uh, in Tableau. Uh, for example, in the past we we did that for them, but now we're going to teach them how to do it. Uh, so if they know how to do it, they can also do it multiple times in the future. So uh, that also really helps to uh, influence that uh, time to insight and uh, to become also more yeah data literate in their uh, in their daily job. Yeah. Fancy you have something to add to that? But yeah, it is more that actually the current situation is learning us a lot more in terms of how should we help or guide our users to become uh, in the current situation. Maybe when you're listening, we're all uh, working from the office again, but now we are all working. <laughs> I'm actually sitting in my attic. Um, but that also ma makes sure that we are uh, using working more in a scalable way. So that's more our way of working. I think that we will continue doing that. And we made some huge steps in the past four weeks. So we learned a lot. And you're never finished with learning. So we can also uh, do much more in training to understand, to get the most out of the tooling. And also the tooling itself, the, all the techniques behind it is also, are, is also continuing. So it's never uh, three years ago, it was Hadoop and now it is uh, BigQuery. And also that is still evolving with the performance and the types of reporting that you could create, the interaction possibilities. Um, so there's a very bright future in using uh, the data in a uh, nice way and that also people are really eager in using it, which is, uh, of course, very cool. And also more the um, giving more capabilities towards the different uh, departments is also a very nice, uh, uh, nice step for the future where we, we are looking forward to it. It's, of course, also a bit scary because we are giving more of our responsibilities to other people. And uh, we think that we are doing it the best, but uh, in the end, most likely they can do it better than we are. <laughs> they are with more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're the expert of yeah. data. I, I should be the expert of marketing uh, marketing data. Uh, yeah, but, but Paul, famous question. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, the famous question too is, uh, is uh, if I have a question for our guests before our uh, closing before round. Yeah, yeah, but so scary now. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. So um, yeah, what I also uh, noticed that it's a little side topic that um, uh, at least uh, Francio, uh, from time to time, you also like uh, to publish uh, internally some of the insights you got from uh, which are funny to see or, or, or things like, like that. So is that also to, to share your enthusiasm or could you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Did I share normally also a lot of nice insight during the organization or? Uh... Yeah, you, for example, on our internal, on our internal, uh, let's say internet, you, uh, you, you publish okay. some, some, some insights with, yeah, funny things. Uh, okay. Things yeah. Expect, funny like facts. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's more because I think more because I'm, uh, really proud of what we have and I, I really <laughs> like the company itself. So I am also involved in all the different uh, subjects and I, uh, if I can find something that I can, uh, help the discussion or to promote something i'm uh, i'm always there so uh <laughs> i think that's more part of my personal uh how i work within the company mm -hmm. but uh, uh, yeah I, they don't they don't get me stop doing it <laughs> as long as i work for the bi department 
Yeah, but, but it's what uh, like Peter Paul describes that it, it shows what is possible. So it's it starts yeah. also thinking for people. Okay, if that's possible, uh, well, mm. I was thinking about this. Can you help me with that? Uh, so it triggers a lot of uh, ideas, maybe. That, yeah. yeah, that's of course the, the goal behind it. Uh, it's yeah. of course not only to share the, the funny fact, but we also have we also need to create some enthusiasm within the company, and that is my uh, the way of doing how I do it, how I take it care of it. So to make sure that people know to find us and maybe sometimes I'm using some funny facts uh, to uh, to uh, reach that goal. But um, yeah, that's my need my way of working to uh, create some enthusiasm and to make sure that people also getting eager of using the different uh, reports that we have. So I am sometimes I'm lit, uh, promoting it via that way. Cool. Yeah. I really like that. Especially for you. <laughs> In the preparation, you shared that uh, actually we're only using the, uh, yeah, only the tip of the iceberg, you called it. Uh, so what's even more possible? What should we think of? What uh, and what are you thinking of? Um, yeah, so the, with, with Tableau itself, there are many possibilities with creating the inter, uh, to increase the interaction possibilities. So to really make sure if you click on one A and then you continue with B and then there's a fluid story to get your insight to find uh, the needle in the haystack but it's, it it also makes it harder for you to um for the maintenance for the reporting so that that that's also always a kind of an uh, where you also have a, you have to find a balance in it and you shouldn't use those tricks just to show off uh, so it always should should be part of uh, that it should help the user to get the insights they need instead of showing, hey, look at how advanced I am. I'm the Tableau Jedi. No, I'm not. But the capabilities, so the, the, I think more the, the interaction possibilities we should, we, we should, we could in, in increase with a balance of the, uh, the maintenance and uh, that also should work. Maybe Willem, uh, maybe uh, you're even more further in that. I'm not sure if you have uh, something to add to that. What, what should we do? No, I agree. Yeah. Of course. Of course, you can do a lot of advanced things with uh, Tableau. It's quite a, a broad tool with a lot of possibilities. You can also uh, embed visualizations in uh, in other uh, uh, online environments, like an, a company portal or uh, whatever. So uh, in the sense of analytics is everywhere. You can uh, can do a lot of that kind of thing with uh, with Tableau. But I also agree with, uh, with France that you also have to keep your end goal in mind. And, uh, of course, you can go all the way with uh, different visualizations, but uh, it really has to contribute to uh, to your end goal. You don't distract. Um, yeah. Sometimes because... I use a word cloud just for fun. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, and and you share that uh, you want to grow the uh, and and create communities, and you said using the blueprint of Tableau. Uh, is Tableau have what kind of blueprint blueprint should we think of? What is that? Uh, yeah, so they actually launched it last year, the the, blue, the Tableau Blueprint, and that's a very interesting document to see how you should be organized. What should you do to organize your data in a better way? What should you do to build communities? What should you do with the commitment of the board? What should you do? So what kind of roles do you need? And that really also is helping us to shape up our own future to see where are we and how? what should we change? Where are we lagging? What's a white spot? 
Um, so do we need more commitment from our board? Do we need more commitment from the different users? So um, yeah, you can just find it on their website and uh, we are also using that in shaping up our own future and, that's, uh, and also in discussions with uh, the, the, an organization who is helping us, Information Lab, to, uh, to have that discussion about, okay, so we are organized like this, what, what, uh, yeah, what could you, how could you help us to move to the next step? Because, uh, yeah, like I just said before, you're, net, you're never finished and you can always be organized in a better way that uh, you're really getting the most out of it. Because I, I know how much value is within the data and I really have to fight for it to make sure that we are getting the most out of it, that it is ben beneficial for the company. So more to come over there as well. Uh, and, and it feels like a bit of a maturity model thing like that, where you can find ideas in there uh, and, and based on yeah, what you share. It. We have our own data maturity model and uh, that's also part of yeah. it. So I'm not sure if you have okay. seen the data of no, the blueprint no, 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 before, but uh, no, it's we have the way you own. explained it. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. We, 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 are, we have indeed the data maturity model. Yeah. yeah. So more to come over there. Definitely, the famous definitely. person uh, once said, we are only at the beginning, right? Yeah. Hey, yeah, let's let's go to the closing round. Um, to summarize for our listeners, uh, what, what's your most important takeaway uh, that you want to share? For me, um, I want to uh, share that if you want to blow and you never really have done it before, uh, I really want to encourage you to use it because I really believe that um, it's it's quite easy to start with it. I know for some people uh, we don't maybe we don't have really a technical background or. Uh, not so familiar with uh, this kind of tools. Uh, nowadays, it's uh, made really intuitive. Um, so it's really about tracking and dropping uh, certain uh, dimensions or, or measures. And with a few clicks, you have your own visualization. Um, and we as BI, uh, we try to provide a lot of tools to help you to get your own uh, insights on, uh, on a really easy way. So with, uh, with, of course, how to use a dashboard how to get your first uh, visualization in an e-learning. And if you want, you can go a bit more advanced with an advanced upload training. So uh, if you have any uh, motivation, I really want to encourage you to uh, to start trying it and uh, yeah, keep going with, uh, with using it. Okay, thanks. And you, Frans? Yeah, for, for me, it's really, we don't have too many hurdles, but it's really currently we're only talking about what could we do from the user perspective to make it as easy as possible for them, that they really can get the most out of it and that they are not dependent of our time. They shouldn't be dependent of a training that I could give or a dependent of a data source or the performance. So really make sure what are the hurdles and how could we make sure that people are going out of their own interest on Saturday morning. I received last Saturday an email from, hey, Tableau is not working. Uh, I didn't respond to it because it was my Saturday, but I was I was really proud that someone was really just looking at it from his own. Uh, because I think maybe, maybe in that case there was a hurdle because something was not working because we had an update during the time. Sorry, Dan. Um, <laughs> but that, but, so sorry, Hip. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's really about re always look from the user perspective. What are the hurdles? What are the hurdles to get a training? What are the hurdles to uh, find the data and remove them? Yeah, so so that's that's really nice that there are some some uh, uh, similarities. Eh? If you if you look at it uh, in within IT, 
we strive for autonomy within the development team so they can work uh, and they're, they're their own uh, uh, dependency. That, that's the, the, ult the ultimate uh, uh, way of autonomy. And you say exactly the same for the, the, the Tableau oh. BI users. Uh, <laughs> you strive for an Apple. I can get an Apple computer now. Work for Apple. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. And I, yeah, we, we learned about the time to insight, uh, learned about guided analytics in the, the form we talk about. Uh, so it, I think it was really uh, insightful again. Insightful, eh? BI. That's nice. very good. So Super thanks good for life. your time. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. And I think next year the story is different again because it, it moves pretty quickly within Ball.com. So we'll see the, <laughs> the insight again coming up. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And what, what I mean, if you if you would make a a, a word cloud out of this uh, episode, I think that the data driven and self service would be really fat terms. So I, I think that really is is key in this uh, episode. So yeah, yeah great to see that. The, sometimes the word cloud is useful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, thank you very much. Thanks for your travels. Yeah. yeah, really cool. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked the episode, check some of the others. Go to Spotify or iTunes, search for TechLab and subscribe. Leave a five-star review so others can find the podcast easier and spread the word. We like interactions, so if you have any questions or suggestions, find us on Twitter, LinkedIn or mail techlab at ball.com. Hope to meet you in our next episode. Have fun!